The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall, host for certain dark and mysterious ceremonies that are celebrated regularly at this time and place. Why do we do it? Why do we teach children certain proverbs or maxims or give them various bits of cautionary wisdom which in actual practice prove at worst to be false and at best irrelevant? For instance, we say... All the world loves a lover. Really? Half the people in his own hometown were out to kill Romeo. And how many friends did Don Juan have? The truth is, being a lover can turn out to be the most hazardous occupation of them all. Oh, my darling. I beg your pardon. My beloved. You must be making a mistake. It's no mistake. No mistake. I love you. I've never seen you before in my life. I adore you. Please. This is a public place. People are staring. Hold me. Look, lady. Kiss me. I don't even know you. Love me. Love me. I'll kill you. mystery drama, Demon Lover, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Mandel Kramer. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Why are so many love stories written? Well... Writers love them. A writer doesn't have to prove or justify anything as far as love is concerned. His characters fall in love because he commands them to. For any reason or for no reason. And isn't that also the way it is in what we are pleased to call real life? Look at some of the romantic combinations of your own acquaintance. Can you figure them out? Why do people fall in love? Here, we deal in answers. And so, we're about to meet Professor Albert Morrison. It's two in the morning. I know it is 2 a.m., even though there is no clock in the room. And they've taken my wristwatch from me. 
There was nothing malicious about that. Evidently, they fear I could break the crystal and do myself some injury. Of course, I could ring for the uh, orderly, and he would tell me. The big heavy one, Joe, he's on tonight. And for all that he looks like a gorilla, he's really very kind and gentle. But I don't have to ask anyone. I can see the sky. And I can tell by the location of Cassiopeia. You see, I can center the whole constellation between the two middle bars of the window. Well, it doesn't really matter what time it is. I don't think I'll be going anywhere. But the fact is, I am right about the time because I hear Joe outside with my two o'clock medication. You asleep, Doc? No. I got you pills. I spiked some grape juice for you. Thanks, Joe. You know, you're supposed to drink it with water. But I know how much you like grape juice. You're very kind, Joe. I, I, I think you're getting a bum deal. You know, after all, what'd you do? You killed a dame. Well, yeah, so what? One less dame in the world. Who's going to miss her, huh? Not? Yes, Joe? May I quit fighting City Hall? City Hall? Yeah, the wheels. You know, the establishment. Ah, you know what I mean. Look, they want to think you're nuts. Okay, leave them. Go along. Play ball. Then they'll say, oh, well, we got to give him therapy and return him as a useful member of society. You follow him? Yes, I think so. And so you play the game with him for a year, two years. Yeah, just to make it look good. You follow that one? And before you know it, you're free. You're out of here. And it's like nothing ever happened. And believe me, Doc, in your whole life, nobody's ever going to give you a better chunk of advice. Thank you, Joe. Now, tomorrow, I got it through the grapevine. You're getting a new doctor. I haven't heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody wrote a couple of books, and so she's suddenly a hot property. She? Yeah, Dave. So, she'll be out to score price. Just lead her along, you know? Leave her to find out uh, you ain't with us. Look, Joe, I can't play a role. The truth is... The truth. That's the trouble with you educated guys. You worry about the truth. A new doctor. Why am I being given a new doctor? And a woman doctor. A room like this. I was feeling very comfortable with Dr. Rader. Why do you say that? Oh, I've become an authority in psychiatrists. 
We have the austere ones, the friendly ones, the clinical ones, and now, you. How do you classify me? Well, you seem to be a uh, we're both in this thing together type. Well, we both are. Tell me, what happened? Doctor, why do you persist? Why do all of you persevere in this pathetic little game? I'm not aware that it's a game. I was under the impression that absolute truth between doctor and patient is the cornerstone to any success in this type of relationship. I am new to this case. I have no preconceived... You're saying you know nothing about me? Nothing. Am I to assume that you never have read the papers, looked at a news program? The news media can only examine the skin of the orange. What lies beneath is beyond their capabilities. I see. We have here a phrase maker. It's the truth. Therefore, you intend to peel me as if I were an orange to reveal my hidden juices. With your help. Doctor, why aren't you honest? Why doesn't everybody come clean? You're out to prove I'm crazy, and you know it. We'll play the game. But I'm sane, Doctor. I am as sane as you are. You could be making a self-damaging statement. You know, you're very soft and very gentle. With just a touch of raw humor. Very much like Dorothy was. Same blonde hair. Dorothy. Is it possible? Are they that diabolical? Who is Dorothy? My wife. She was my wife. She died five years ago. She was the only woman I ever loved. And I remind you of Dorothy. In many ways. So they have found what they think is a psychological softening of process. They'll expose me to you. It won't work. I'm sane. Tell me what happened. For the 987th time. I was in the Logan cafeteria in the faculty administration building when a woman I had never seen before in my life threw herself at me. Don't just tell it. Try to relive it. Try to reveal to me what it looked like, felt like. <sighs> All right. It passes the time. I've already said I was in the Logan cafeteria. I generally don't eat there, but on Fridays they have New England clam charter. So I bought myself a bowl and I found a quiet table and I was enjoying my clam chowder. It was thick with large, succulent clam chunks. God was in his heaven and all was right with the world when suddenly she hurled herself at me, knocking the clam chowder to the floor in the process. I remember I said, Madam, please, but she threw her arms around me, began to cover my face, mouth with kisses. Oh, hey, Madam, please. Oh, it's okay. You, I know you. You must be making a mistake. Darling, darling. Darling, what is the meaning of this? Please, who are you? I must have you. Always. Madam, are you? Um, this is certainly some mistake. No, now, no. Please. Don't push me away. Take me. Love me. You have confused me with someone else. No. No, I know who you are, what you are. Now I know why I was born. To love I you. you. This is all a mistake. I wouldn't want you to make... Love me now. Can we discuss this? Love me here. Rational love me. We're starting a scene. People are looking at I don't care. Oh, I defy the world. I don't Yeah. 
Good talking and coming, sir. Florence Mallow, a psychiatrist, 
in a state institution for the criminally disturbed. How did things get this far? You insist. You never saw Maria Chipuchin before. It's true, Doctor. But you changed your story. I have it here. I know. That's a lie. This affidavit of yours is a lie. Yes. Why did you sign it? They brainwashed me. Are you serious? Doctor, what do you think brainwashing is? Weeks? Months? A physical and mental torture? Until at last the exhausted and ravaged psyche collapses? No. It can be done in an hour. Even less. By playing on what a man believes in. Honor, duty, responsibility. That's what he convinced me of, finally. Don't threaten me, Clem. Before you fire me, I'll quit. Albert, please. I, I wouldn't do that, but there are times... Look, look, Albert. A man has to make sacrifices for his country. The more peaceful contact we can have with her country, the better for our economy. Albert, it is the policy of our government, our democratically elected government has chosen in relation to her country. And who are you to sabotage relations between us and them? Especially since you believe in peace. This stubbornness of yours could cost friends of yours their jobs. Now you must help us. All right, Clem, let's make sure we understand each other. We do, we do. I was minding my own business, and she simply attacked me. Now, that's what happened, isn't it? Yes, but for public consumption, and for reasons that we understand, we're saying that I, I was the aggressor. Uh, precisely. Now, just sign this affidavit that you've been feeling psychologically disturbed for quite a while, and, and your requests psychiatric help. I still don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Help we are in your hands. You must save us. All right. Well, when do I have to go to the nuthouse? Oh, please, Albert. It's a sanitarium. When? But now, I suppose, I mean, why wait? Well, I have some things to take care of. Papers I want to finish. I'd like to work on them tonight. Could I go in the morning? Absolutely. All right, Clem. Goodbye. Albert, 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 I, I know how you feel. But believe me. One day, we'll both look back on this, and we're going to laugh. And that's why you signed this affidavit? Yes. Very well. You returned to your apartment. What did you do? I put some things in order. I wrote another chapter in my book, and then... Yes? Then the bell rang. I opened the door. And she was standing there? Yes. She was standing there. Oh, my beloved. Oh, no. Please, I'm just... Why, my beloved, do you spurn me? Reject me. Just a minute. Let me close this door. <sighs> Very well. We had no audience like the one in the cafeteria. You have no one to play to. Play? What is this act all about? I love you. You've never seen me before. Admit that. I love you. Look, I understand that you are the great love poet. Poetess, back in your own country. Now, what do you want to do? Get some publicity? I love you. That needle is stuck. I adore you. Why me? I have 10, 15 years on you. What do you want from me? I worship you. Fine. Let it be the way you say. Love, adore, worship. Let's assume that you fell in love with me at first sight. That happens. But I didn't fall in love with you. Take me. I don't want you. You understand? I don't want any woman. The memory of my wife is enough for me. I must have you. 
You speak English. Don't you understand it? I will have you. I don't want to be impolite, but I must ask you to leave. I shall never leave you. Please. I was born to love you. Can't I make you understand? It is the will of the gods that I love you. I shall not disobey them. What gods? The gods. Can't you hear them? No. The gods are speaking. Fulfill your destiny. Love each other. Are you sure you're not writing a poem? We must not. We cannot. We shall not defy the gods. Take me in your arms. Please don't force me to do this. There's another woman. There was another woman. She must step aside to give you up. She is dead. She claims you still. She must give way. Whether she does or she doesn't, Mr. Putin, quite frankly, I am not interested in you that way. No other woman shall have you. No other woman does have me. Dead or alive, she shall give you up. Let me call you a cab and you can go home. This is my home. Now, just hold on. You are my home. Isn't that what the goddess Isis declared to Ra, the immortal lord of all creation? I wouldn't know. Obey the gods and love me. Now, look, I am very sorry, but I just can't. But you must. You must love me. No other woman can have you. I'll kill you first. Now, just hold on a minute. I must kill you. It's the will of the gods. That pistol of yours is small, but it can certainly do the job, so don't point it at me. Say you love me. I really can't do that. Then die. No, you don't. Tell me. Are you let? Go on, that thing, you... I must kill you! She fired at me and missed. We struggled. I, I tried to get the gun away from her, but she was stronger than she looked. It went off, and the bullet went right into her heart. She was dead. And that's your story. You don't believe a word of it. I neither believe nor disbelieve it. We have here the task of reconstructing the past. And what is the past? A series of memories that fade and... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Come distorted with time. I don't doubt it. However, the net result of everything you'll discover is that I am a psychotic killer. That is one conclusion. There are others, an infinite number of others. According to the district attorney, she came to my apartment to seek justice. I had betrayed her love, her trust. I had used her, and then callously flung her aside. She confronted me, and I killed her. That's one story. Now, it would be better for international relations if I were a psychotic rather than a deliberate seducer. Therefore, that's the verdict you folks have to come up with. I want your side of the story. I just told it to you. No. You just showed me the orange. What's under the skin? Nothing. What are you holding back? Nothing. 
Then how do you account for her behavior? I'm not supposed to account for it. The woman was psychotic. Maria Alexandrovna Chiputchin. 30 years old, one of the foremost poets of her country. She deals in strong modern images. I wouldn't know anything about that. She is, was, a leader in the movement away from classicism. Her ideas are crisp, current, contemporary. They sparkle with the latest slang, the burst of youthful ideas. Now, how do you account for what she said to you? It is the will of the gods that I love you. I shall not disobey them. And and the gods are speaking. Fulfill your destiny. Love each other. She could have been writing a poem. She was not writing a poem because that is not the kind of poetry she writes. She doesn't write about the ancient gods. It is a completely foreign idiom to her. I can't help it. That's what she said. But why? I don't know. Please, Albert, think. I'm tired. Tired. I'm fed up. I can't fight it anymore. I'm crazy, okay? No, it is not okay. Now, let me tell you what really took place. You see, we happened to meet on the campus grounds one night. And it was just one of those things. I, I thought she just wanted a lark the way I did. Yes. And she, evidently, she took it seriously. She was a very emotional girl. Then when I said all affairs must one day come to an end, she made quite a scene. She actually confronted me in public. Well, the way a hundred witnesses can tell you, she was becoming more trouble than she was worth. And so I simply lost my temper one night, and in a fit of uncontrollable rage, I shot her. For over a month, you have told an entire battery of police officers and psychiatrists one story. One straight, simple, uncomplicated story. And that story insists that she was the aggressor. But you didn't even know her. That she came to your apartment and you were forced to kill her in self-defense. Am I stating the case? Yes. And now suddenly, we have a complete turnaround. You admit you seduced her. Why? Why have you changed your story? I suddenly decided to tell the truth. Is it the truth? What do you people want? I tell you finally the story you want to hear. The story that will be best for all concerned, and it still doesn't make you happy. I want the truth. What's important about the truth? Without it, all of us will be lost. Now, why did you change your story so abruptly? Why? Why? I can't tell you now, Doctor, not now. Don't ask me to tell you now. Because you won't believe it. How can you? I can hardly believe it myself. I've changed my story because I... Because I've fallen in love with you. Oh, I know patients think they're in love with their doctors, but I know. You're Dorothy. Dorothy in every tone of your voice and every light that shines in your eyes. Dorothy in your smile. Dorothy in the way you hold your hand. Dorothy, come back to me again. Dorothy, reborn. Why have you changed your story, Albert? Because I'm ready to play the game. The game Joe advised me to play. I'll let you kill me, Florence. I'll let you nurse my sick mind back to health. And then... Then I'll declare my love for you. 
please. Breakfast time, Professor. Wonderful, Joe. I'm hungry. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, way to go, Professor. Knock them all off. Minerals, vitamins, proteins. The whole joint's talking about you and, and that Dr. Mallow. Oh, what are they saying? Positive results, pal. You are now listed as a cooperative patient. You sleep good, you eat good. I feel good. Hey, Doc, Doc, keep it up. I, I mean, I mean, look, look, I see you finally took my advice. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the ticket. Dummy up. Don't admit nothing, not even to me. But just string her along, and you can be out of this joint by Christmas. And Doc, she ain't a bad-looking dame. And the grapevine says, she goes for you.
suddenly it all falls into place. It's remarkable how so many discoveries occur in a sudden flash of insight. We stagger and stumble in the dark, and without warning, the white-hot idea illumines every nook and cranny of our consciousness. I know why that Maria became infatuated. No, not infatuated, fell in love. Not even fell in love, but was consumed. I know. There's only one answer. And it was so obvious. All the time I was wearing the sweater. Dorothy's sweater. Dorothy, even in death, you'll be the one to save me. Remember that sweater, Dorothy? Remember, it was my birthday. I hurried home because your gift was always sure to be something wild and wonderful. Happy birthday, darling. What? What is that? <laughs> what do you think? It's a sweater. Well, I know it's a sweater, Dorothy, darling, but what is that all over it? Egyptian design. Why? Well, because they're bold and colorful and exciting. Oh, it looks like a walking tomb with all these pictures and lines. You don't like it. I love it. Well, darling, it's just that you always dress so... Conservatively, and you're about to change my entire image. I'll tell you where I got the idea. See, I was in the library and browsing through a beautiful book of ancient Egyptian culture. There were these fantastic designs. They're fantastic, all right. Now, this central figure, this woman, she is the goddess Isis. Really? The goddess of love. She exists in practically all pagan mythology. And, and see, these little birds? Mm-hmm. And these squiggles that look like snakes? And, well, everything. Well, it's a message. You mean this says something? Oh, yes. If these aren't just any wild colors and pictures woven into your sweater, they, they say something definite and very interesting. Well? Well, you see, the translation was printed right next to the design, and it says, Memnon, an Egyptian noble of Memphis, joined the Greek general Christos of Sparta in a war against the Scythians. Who were the Scythians? Oh, a warrior people who lived in what is now the Balkans, parts of Russia. Anyhow, our hero Memnon asked his patron goddess Isis for a charm which would protect them against the wild Scythian warrior women. Isis did reply, Weave my charm into your battle shields, and the wild Scythian women shall fall madly in love with your men. And that... That's what it says? <laughs> yes, darling. You can read it for yourself. The idea was that the Scythian warrior women would fall in love with Memnon's soldiers... And thus be conquered. They would just see this design on the shield. That's all. That would do it. Scythia. Scythia. Well, I better not wear this sweater when there are any Russian women around. <laughs> you never know about these ancient charms and things. Maybe you better not. <laughs> truth, I didn't wear it at all. I was too self-conscious to be seen in it. So I, I would make excuses. The occasion was too formal for a sweater or the weather was too warm. Darling Dorothy, she understood, but she never took me to task. I always intended to wear the sweater. A few months after my birthday, she she died. She left me. I must make flies believe the story. Doing fine, Doc. Yeah, you got this rap as good as speaking. Today's the day. 
But I must tell something very like to Dr. Mallow. Oh, no sweat, Doc. You know, you can feed that chick anything you want. <laughs> she dates you. Joe, huh? could you do something for me? Just name it, Doc. Look, as soon as you can, could you get over to my apartment? I don't have the key. Oh, I, I know where they keep your things. I can sweat it. Look, I have a sweater there with long sleeves. It's blue, red, and black, and yellow. Oh, hey, man. With <laughs> Egyptian-looking designs on it. Now, could you bring it here? Doc, it's done. I know it's hard to believe, Florence, but it's the truth. And so you insist that this charm of the goddess is what made Maria Chipuchin throw herself at you? Yes, it has to be the answer. Why? What other answer is possible? I know I never encouraged her in any way. In any way that you are aware of. She is the one who spoke about the goddess Isis. No, you are the one who said she spoke about it. I have only your word for that conversation. Florence, do you doubt my word? I thought you cared for me. I do care for you, Albert. How do you care for me? The way a doctor cares for a patient? Yes. Or the way a woman cares for a man? My personal emotions are not at issue here. Oh, they are. They are. I thought you were in love with me. Why? Because I'm in love with you. Oh. Is that all you can say? Oh? Albert, I... I... I do care for you. And I just asked you how. I don't want to go into that. Not now. Why not now? Because it's too premature. If we're in love, we're in love. How do you know you are in love with me? Love is something you know. You just know. On the other hand... You can still be in love with Dorothy. You think I am Dorothy. I know you are not Dorothy. Well, I'm enough like her. I'm in love with you. Now, getting back to the goddess, Isis, and the sweater. I was wearing the sweater that day in the cafeteria. But why? You said you never wore it. I can prove it. There were witnesses. They would testify to the fact that I wore a crazy-looking sweater. Show it to them. They'll recognize but it. why did you wear it that day? Because it was my birthday. And I couldn't stop thinking about Dorothy. I felt I had to be close to her. And so I wore the sweater that she had made with her own hands. And there, in the cafeteria, Maria Chipuchin saw the design. Maria Chipuchin is, was, obviously, a descendant of those Scythian warrior women. But we can't prove that she could read Egyptian picture writing. She didn't have to read it. Her ancestors couldn't read it either. It was the power of the goddess Isis that commanded them. How can you... A man of the 20th century, a doctor of philosophy, an astronomer, a scientist. I'm only telling you what happened. Where is the sweater now, Albert? In my apartment. I sent Joe to bring it. You'll see, you'll read the charm. You'll see how authentic it is. I tell you, Maria did talk about the goddess Isis. I don't care if she was modern. The goddess Isis possessed her soul through that charm. She lost her will, her reason. I can prove to you that what you are saying is nonsense. <laughs> that there's nothing to it. How? Come in. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the session was over, Dr. Mallow. What do you have in that bag, Joe? It's all right, Joe. Just, just leave it here. Thanks. And now, please, excuse us. Uh, yes, ma'am. I said I would prove to you that this is nonsense. Now, put on the sweater. But how will that prove Sir, any... Do as I tell you. I'll explain later. Ah, you're the doctor. All right, now. 
let me tell you why your theory holds no water at all. I deliberately neglected to say something when you told me your story about Isis. Albert, if it's true, then why... Why don't I...
However, somewhere on the journey between superstition and enlightenment, she became sidetracked. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.